Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy 2021. Yay. Wow. We made it. We made it. <laughs> we said this last episode, but we did. Here we are. It's still amazing. We're still it amazed. It's still amazed. God, kicking it off. Yeah, kicking it off. I think I really do have good feelings Good about feelings. It. Julia had so much resistance. You guys can even hear it if you listen back to episode one of ours. Like, there was so much resistance, but... To 2020? To 2020, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I really think... I don't know what it's gonna be different or whatever but our i think both of our spirits and energies are in a much good different yeah i think a lot of people are just hopeful yeah and like hopeful hope, hope is good we oh my we gosh. love a hope hope is everything oh <laughs> <laughs> ghost is currently gnawing, gnawing I was just <laughs> so uh, if you're hearing some strange noises that's her we can't kick her it's out the she's too cute pup. she she came to new year's celebration she did my she grandma called me this morning and she was like i love julia's dog because i sent oh her God, some pictures no that's so um, cute and I don't think I showed you this when my mom messaged, texted me while me and you were like trying to fall back asleep. She texted me. She's like, what is happening? Not in a rude way, in like a hilarious way. And the picture of ghosts jumped on her bed. It like jumped Wait, in what? between my parents. Yeah, I'll show you right now. Wait, she went upstairs and jumped in bed with them? <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, I that did, is the I most for, I thing to ever. What is happening? No way! <laughs> and my mom was like, she's staring down in this in this image, and I was like, what is she staring at? And she's like, she's staring at Muffin because Muffin can't hop on the bed, but goes like so gracefully, jumps on and off, and it's like taunting Muffin. <laughs> oh my god, that is so cute. Ghost loves to do a wake up call. Like, oh yeah, she will go around to every room in the house and be like, hello, good morning, pay attention to me, everybody, give me love. <laughs> it was so funny. That is really cute. Yeah. That's and hilarious. She looks precious. She just like made herself at home. It was it was the cutest She's thing on the good planet. At that. May we all be unapologetic. May like we ghosts. all be unapologetic. <laughs> anyway, today we're gonna be talking about rejection. Mm. It's a big topic. It is. I think we're just gonna scratch the surface. Uh, yeah, I think we'll figure it out. On Thursday, we have the wonderful ladies from Ivy Leads. They're a social media agency, and we talk all about marketing, leveling up your business, outreach, reaching more people, and we talk a lot about rejection and the fear of rejection because that comes a lot with you know putting yourself out there especially as a new business or a business totally. owner but obviously rejection is something I think a lot of people are thinking about all the time whether it's in goal you're pursuing a business you're pursuing relationships the way you look on social media the way you show up like it's such a big part of our thought process all the time so we're going to talk all about that and before we get into that Brenda mm-hmm. it is time for our very first pride and pickles of the year 2021 oh my it's god 2021 time for pride and pickle 
She gave it her all oh, for wait, 2021. Yes. Oh, wait, the reason I'm so distracted is because I was stalking Vanessa and Isabel, and they just got engaged. Oh, my gosh. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations, oh, you guys. I know. We really should. That's why I was like, oh, my gosh. I was, I'll was. i show you the video later. Um, So, <laughs> my pride this week. Hmm, where to begin where for to the begin? pride? Um, I, oh, I know where. Okay, I'm going to be so annoying. But my pride this week is that I've really taken some initiative in saving some money this month. I've been so strategic. Shout out to the interns at my office for being like Brenda we need to get you to start saving money and they're like so obsessed with investing and saving and all these things so they've showed me an app app I'm using right now is mint we are not sponsored by mint maybe we should be maybe and um it's been really helpful and I'm proud of myself it might seem so simple to like the average Joe but I really really struggle with saving money so I feel really good about this and it's hard don't get me wrong like I'm so someone who wants to get gifts for people every second of the day the second I see something I think of a friend yeah, or someone I love a, gift. love a gift so many things that are really with the best intentions but yeah this feels like for the first time in my whole life something that I'm really gonna stick to yeah and love that for you yeah love that for me too in a way that's sustainable right like I'm not gonna be cutting off every social event no, that we no. have right? or whatever you said nothing rigid nothing rigid but something with a little bit more structure I really thrive with a level of structure and I've never literally ever love taken that. time Good to balance. be like yes I could not spend a gazillion dollars at the mm-hmm. grocery store and get every new product like there are totally just ways to be smart and cut costs and i'm gonna be doing it yeah so, <laughs> so yay that's my pride my pickle just to be like super real real i last year at the beginning of the year not gonna get into it but i cried on january 1st and really? it felt like such a terrible way to start the year like for some reason i put so much emphasis oh my God, on it i remember that yeah not good we won't get into that um because wow. our friends will I be remember. offended but this year i actually woke up on january 1st with my dear friend jalea and we were we were so sleepy but then once we, we got the so day started sleepy. always good i was like julia we should have started the day with meditation all the things we didn't it's all good but then for some reason I don't think it was a chakra situation but I for some reason just felt this like urge to cry after you left it was very strange maybe I needed you and I like didn't want myself to because I didn't want to set a bad tone for the year but I didn't feel that way when you were around it was so weird and then I think it actually does have to do with like not particularly rejection but setting ourselves like setting expectations for ourselves Mm -hmm. and such and just like not meeting the own our own standards and whatnot Mm -hmm. and yeah so then I ended up going for a walk with my mom and she was like if you feel the need to cry just cry because she could tell and you know that feeling in your throat when like you have to cry Mm -hmm. that's it so I went for a walk with my mom we talked ended up seeing Chris and all was good after I talked it out but it was just so weird because I feel like we even when we say yes we're continuing there's something about the first day of the year that I think everyone puts some sort of like unspoken pressure on I was like I don't want to cry on January 1st um but yeah all is good and just like releasing all shame and normalizing that like we're humans and yes even though people put a lot of emphasis on the first day of the year like it is not all defining by any circumstance totally and i just need to shed it here yeah i i i t- like i think letting go of things is like so important and like it rained on new year's day and like it's washing everything away Ooh, it's washing all the what a beautiful way to look so at like, it way to, i think that's how i think about crying too like wash it away wash away oh i've never thought about it like that really release the shame about crying yeah mm-hmm. as a release right yeah it's just like washing away whatever is not serving you anymore mm. so that you can make more space for what is 
Yeah, wow. And I told Julia about this, but there is a 15-minute meditation, Chelsea Jackson Roberts on Peloton, and it's all about letting go. I was just going to talk about that. Oh, were you really? Because I did it this morning, because Brenna told me about it yesterday, but I wasn't home, so I couldn't do it. I did this morning, and I'm so calm. Like, I feel very chilled out right now, but like almost too calm, I think. You do seem like a little like, (gasps) I'm a little spacey. (laughs) Like, you seem like a little like, Like, am I high? (laughs) That's what you kind of seem like. I know. I'm just a little spacey. Like, I just feel like very, like, relaxed. I I think it's also like, the weather mm-hmm. but yeah i did it this morning it was great right took me a little while to get into it yeah i was thinking for some reason i was uh my mind was going this morning but then like i surrendered i let go i tried to just listen to what she was saying and and got back on track so like if you start meditating and your mind's all over don't give up yeah my mind was all over mine always is <laughs> don't give up though but because i got you know got back on track when i was just focusing on her words but yeah i feel so calm right and i remember this one line i'm gonna probably butcher it but she said something about like we can always invite calmness into our hearts and it all starts with the breath or some oh. shit like that she definitely said it way better but um, i love chelsea jackson the roberts please come, the please come on the podcast <laughs> yeah so that's that tell me all about you that i think was my pride this morning like mm. just taking the time to do that this morning and it really like i feel so good especially because like my mind was a little like overthinking this morning about how i should feel just about like the day the new year like i think yeah like having a feeling of how i should feel and then instead just like needing to just get grounded and be present and like that really did it and it was so good because it started out like i said before like my mind was really wandering i was thinking about a lot of things of how i should feel of how i should do something and like or act or whatever or proceed with the week and and then i was like no i'm just gonna be present yeah I think we can get so caught up in that I I truly every ounce of my pickle for the week was rooted in how I thought I should be feeling yeah and I think it's so fascinating yeah it's so it's so stupid we do that all the time Mm -hmm. like how we should be feeling about something or how we should react to something like but a lot of times I feel like we do that we follow that path and then we're like this doesn't make me feel any better just because I believe I should do this and then you backtrack and then you follow what you actually want to do or feel like what is right intentionally and it's like if we just did that in the first place we'd waste a little less time yeah and a, and a lot more suffering is a big word but you know a lot more like pain even if it's yeah. momentary because you suffer for whatever reason and then you suffer for suffering you know yeah. you feel bad about that like oh well, i shouldn't be feeling this way mm. i think a lot of people a lot of our friends conversations we have a big piece of any sort of struggle is when like your core beliefs and and stuff don't align with what you think you're doing or what you should be doing Mm -hmm. and I find myself in that trap all the time so it's fascinating that we continue to run into those things and um, I had a conversation with my mom about that especially with things like not going as planned Mm -hmm. hits me so hard and I think that's kind of in essence what you're talking about like maybe you had planned on something going a certain way or you had had this expectation that you're supposed to feel this way and Mm -hmm. then when it doesn't Mm -hmm. there's this like shame and judgment that comes into play you know when it's like things are always or often not going to go as planned Mm -hmm. and we can't really control that high surrendering yeah but um we can control how we react not only in general but to ourselves Mm -hmm. you know how we treat ourselves as a result yeah and I caught up because I didn't read I wasn't home so I didn't read my daily stoic that past two days so this morning I read January 1st 2nd and 3rd and January 2nd was talking about um how there's like this practice in AA like a meditation they call it a prayer I would call it a meditation they call it a serenity prayer and it is God grant me the serenity to accept Mm. the things I cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference mm, i love that i love that love that love that i forget where i 
honestly maybe even on a show what <laughs> that they that they've probably used that in general on a show yeah um, i mean it's like a it's like it's like the main it's the main aa practice yes. yeah but i just love that grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference absolutely because like how that. much do we waste our time trying to th- change things that are out of our control all of the time and i think for people like you and i too do like who are like super self-aware and who you know try and be intentional and all that stuff i don't know if you find yourself caught up in this but that was a big piece of my pickle was I felt like I'm like I am grateful like my mom kept saying I look like a child but she was like honey like you have so many things to be grateful for and these feelings that you feel right now are temporary and I'm like but I know these things mom like I I do know these things I logically know I am grateful I logically know that I should surrender that I should let go but I don't feel that way right now and I was frustrated by not feeling that Mm. and like judging myself for like not knowing better or not automatically being in the space that I know benefits me more you know what I mean I totally know what you mean it's really frustrating when you're like I know I should feel this <laughs> yeah. like I know I can feel this yes, way that. and I know that I like when I feel that way but I just don't feel that way right now <laughs> and you're like I'm trying to do everything I can but it's just not there yeah. and it's just like ex- like sometimes you just have to accept mm-hmm. that like sometimes no matter what like you can do the practices you can do everything that you can do that you know usually can get you to that space but some days it's just not gonna be there and like mm-hmm. some days you just have to surrender to that yeah and I think that's what it comes back to is is normalizing I think that's why we talk about it here with you guys is because we do talk about cultivating self-belief all these practices and stuff that we do and we do them it's it's authentically what we do but also normalizing that like we still are human and we still have moments where even beyond the practices where it's not our automatic response all the time and that that's okay yeah it's okay your pickle my pickle my pickle is i just fucking hate doing the dishes <laughs> i fucking hate it yeah it i don't have a washing machine because most new york apartments don't have washing machines and i just fucking hate doing the dishes okay. and i love to cook so it's not great <laughs> okay so do you normally do your dishes in the washing machine oh <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean i do what you just said it so like intensely <laughs> what, a dishwasher yeah. is that what it's called see that's how long i haven't had a fucking dishwasher <laughs> i haven't had a dishwasher in my whole life like <laughs> they just became all the rage they're the new thing okay well i wish i had a dishwasher and i don't and i just hate doing the dishes i hate the way it makes my hands feel i don't I, maybe i should get some gloves or something i feel like gloves are still disgusting I, right i just hate it they remind me of Dee from dexter actually that didn't come out right um, do you know the show dexter with the little guy with the red hair the little short guy the curly guy with the glasses you have to know who dexter is literally don't dexter's know. laboratory oh and his mom would always have like gloves and she would walk around like this like she would oh no well i don't aspire to be her so fuck the dishwashing fuck it fuck it but anyway to more important things Hmm. abundance abundance oh my god can you just tell them about abundance (laughs) yeah oh yeah it's okay you guys you're gonna hear about rejection eventually anyway even if it's not from us so (laughs) we had a great new year's eve i feel like people put a lot of pressure on new year's eve to be great and like obviously we didn't have the option to go out anywhere um i don't even know if we would have taken up on the offer if it was but no we um, would not have not during this time i mean if the times were different right if the times were different what would we choose right 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 um but anyway so 
ultimately Julia and Haley came by and ghosty and my family has these like very random things that they do at midnight sometimes in different orders sometimes they add things sometimes they take things away and I got Julia and Haley so excited to experience them mm. and my mom a glass of Prosecco or two in was like extra into them she was so into it <laughs> so at midnight we cheers we gave a little had some Prosecco and then we ate 12 grapes so we had 12 grapes so you really make yourself not before the grand event I was so nauseous <laughs> I was like holding ghost in one hand shoveling grapes into my mouth in the other and I was gonna throw up hilarious um and then I don't really know about this one but my mom seems very keen on it about abundance so translation <laughs> abundance um <laughs> that having lentils in your pocket leads to abundance and we chose to believe her but we didn't have any lentils so she we had so rice <laughs> we used rice she instead. was so upset so we had rice she in our kept pockets. saying abundance <laughs> like she was so She's passionate so and if you remember that was Julian's word that's my word and it keeps showing up and I told Brennan this the other day like it's that thing of like when you when you like put when you what you choose to focus on grows Mm -hmm. and I told Brenna I was like I keep seeing like I've never really used that word before and once I declared that that was my word like the word abundance keeps showing up everywhere like everywhere like everything I see on Instagram has the word abundance in it Brenna's mom saying that (laughs) thing about abundance like everything I read like it's just so crazy it keeps showing up and like it's what you focus on grows it's everywhere it's crazy I was like has this always been here and I haven't been noticing it or is it like actually just coming into my life more because Mm -hmm. Because I'm putting that energy out there. It's so fascinating. I don't know, man, but it's but it's showing up and it's gonna keep on coming because we gonna get lots of abundance in 2021. 2021. Okay, rejection. Rejection. Scary. Oh, terrible. What are your first words when you think about rejection? Like your first thoughts. My first thoughts. Yeah, like the first like words that pop into your mind or images that pop into your mind. When I think about rejection, I think about I guess not enough is the first thing that pops Mm -hmm. into my head into whatever capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about like being disliked. That's a Mm -hmm. big thing. I that makes me very uncomfortable and like failing yeah um so those are I guess the first three things that pop into my head both in like being disliked in general like mm-hmm. Ashley said I, I we've talked about in the podcast that I feel like I have a tendency to not be fully disliked all the time and I try very hard to be liked I guess and to be myself and be authentic and sometimes yeah I don't know so that failing that's a big piece that brings me so much distress is the idea of failing at something which is why I think I try to plan things and mm-hmm. when they don't work out in the way that I planned it feels like a failure and in turn rejection so of either like the expectations that I set for myself or that I think or ones that someone else set for me whatever it is yeah you I think it's like like because like we talked about this with Emily Pereira on her episode about how like it's we're in such a culture of outside validation yeah so like almost everything feels like rejection if you're not getting that outside validation because we outsource our worth so much and like if we were to internalize our worth more I think we would face a lot less rejection I think it's something like like that I have to practice a lot because like with my job so much of it is rejection like it's rejection basically every day because like mm-hmm. unless you get every single part that you audition for which you're not going to no one does even Meryl Streep doesn't like you get there's just a lot of rejection based on a lot of different reasons and most of it outside of your control but I was thinking about it and it's like I feel like in that aspect of my life I'm like so good with rejection because I think it's like one of those things that's a practice like the more you get rejected the Mm -hmm. less it's gonna bother you because 
because it yeah. like it's just one of those things that you get better with that practice and I was thinking about what has made me good at accepting rejection mm. other than just you know doing it over and over and I think it comes from not outsourcing mm-hmm. your worth and really inter- like being good about knowing know like being unshakable in yourself and your worth because like for me like it took a long time to garner that to like not think that every time I got rejected was because I'm a terrible actor or I'm not pretty enough or I'm not this enough or that enough like it's so easy when you get rejected whether it's by something at work whether it's by a a person you're interested in whether it's by girls in a sorority whether you know like whoever it is it's so easy to be like it's because I'm not this 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 and this but when you can get good with knowing that you are this 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 and this the outside validation is not gonna matter anymore and that is like a really long long practice like Mm -hmm. that's not gonna happen overnight and I think that the real root of it is that you actually have to be those things like you can't just say you can't just say you know it's okay that I rejected that part because I know that I'm talented and I know that I work really hard at my craft and that I show up every day and blah blah if you're not working hard at your craft and you're not showing up every day like that it it can't be fake but when you are doing the work and when you are showing up every day in whatever aspect it is for yourself and you are like constantly working and growing on yourself it's it gets easier to accept those rejections because you know because you can be so strong in yourself in whatever aspect that is. 100%. And I think that comes back to like our whole conversation with Daryl Dinson. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think episodes 41 and 42, he is incredible. His like entire, um, his entire like everything, everything <laughs> was built in finding your purpose and using yeah. rejection as projection and yep. so powerful. And we talk a lot about purpose and we talk about identity with him on the episodes that we had. But I agree 100% and I've found, I've seen the difference in myself and I'm sure you have to on days like it comes back to the self-worth and self-belief and on days where I feel less strong in my self-belief yes. because I'll be real with you of course it wavers oh for me. of course, course it does. I am not perfect at yeah. that like I just think I've gotten better pretty better at it over the years but I am in no way yeah. perfect at that there's some no, days totally. when I get rejected from work and I want to like literally quit like yeah for sure but it just practice it is practice yeah and I and I notice the difference in when my self-belief is like wavering right when I feel okay let's try this again when I feel so strong in my self-belief people's comments or stuff like that it just like you said don't affect me as much because I'm so strong in what I believe about myself Mm -hmm. and the things that I do just like you said and me showing up and this this and that and then when I'm feeling a little bit off in that capacity I do find that that like protective armor that I have of self-belief and all that stuff it's like more comments on so I think specifically on topics that we're more sensitive to right like for you your job your career they're very very core Mm -hmm. things about your identity about your purpose and they're all linked together and also things you care a lot about whereas for me um I have other things that also hold that value so you know they they still kind of sting you in certain ways Mm -hmm. if your self-belief is wavering Mm -hmm. even for a moment so anyways I agree 100% that the more that we practice those things I feel like we've seen them come into play directly that if we are consistently practicing and choosing to believe in our self-worth and self-belief and reminding ourselves also that yeah we do have worth even when we're not doing those things does that mean that I think that keeping promises we make to ourselves 100% builds our self-belief builds everything that we yes that we do but knowing also like for me something that I'm trying to work on is still seeing my worth and believing in my worth even when I'm not accomplishing because I find that there are times where they still are like 
very closely tied. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and I I was thinking a lot about that too, about the keeping your promises that you make to yourself Mm -hmm. because it really is like so important in building that self-trust and that self-confidence. So when someone does, when an outside source, you know, doesn't give you that validation, you become a little more unshakable. Mm -hmm. And again, like it's, no one's going to be perfect at this all of the time ever it's it's not in human nature to be perfect at it we're we're social beings we you know we look for validation it's just like the way we are but we can get better in not letting it shake our worth our value Mm -hmm. how we see ourselves I think that's the hardest thing is like when we don't get that outside validation like we shift how we see ourselves totally and then that's just like a downward spiral yeah for sure and I think that that's what it comes back to everything that you're saying is that yeah it's not going to be perfect 100% of the time by any means but that we've seen time and time again tried and true even in our own experiences that the more that we cultivate our own self-belief and have our worth determined by our own being Mm -hmm. already and then continue to garner confidence and courage and all that stuff through these little ways that we show up for ourselves then that's what matters that's what it comes back to and everyone else's opinion is just a detail exactly and it kind of goes along with like that video that you put that you reposted from Marin the other day about confidence Mm. like and I love what she said and it's so true it's like when you're born like when you're a child think about all the things that you did as a child without worrying about what someone someone's judgment was gonna be you didn't because we didn't know better like you ran around naked you played pretend you did all of those things because you weren't worrying about what someone's opinion was gonna be about it how they were gonna reject you for your your the way you wanted to play house versus the way they wanted to play house like that wasn't you're not aware of that but as we get older you know the world kind of intercedes our thoughts and you know we get beaten down we get stripped away rejected whether it's by the the kids in first grade don't let you sit at their lunch table or whether it's you're playing pretend and that person thinks that you're playing pretend is stupid and they tell you that or they tell you like like your example with your that you talk about with your shirt that when someone first commented on your body like we you know we take in all these things and it breaks us down and it breaks all our confidence down that we're just naturally born with and you have to reprogram your brain to to learn how to be confident again and what Marin was talking about like is like it's a practice you have to every time she said every time before I post a meme on Instagram like I have to give myself a pep talk that I'm safe that like I'm good with me and like that it doesn't matter what these people's these people's opinions are gonna be and they might be full of rejection or projection or whatever it is but and that's how you build confidence and that's how you don't let rejection you know get you down so much all the time is that it's the practice yeah absolutely I think about that a lot when it comes to reprogramming reprogramming yeah Mm, rewiring Mm -hmm. rewire that brain baby I think about that a lot with like I think the the book of course we always come back to untamed but like there are times when I just sit there and I'm like how did I get here like how did I get here in great ways and in lovely ways of like how did I program my brain to get to the place I am now but also like how did I get to the point where it was so like negative mm-hmm. you know it's and it, it really is and it, it like makes me sad honestly too that the world there are ways in which the world hardens a lot of people and yeah. closes them off to opportunities and love and like all of these things based on past experiences and I just wish and hope honestly comes back to part of our mission with this podcast is that having these conversations not only makes 
us more self-aware of how we treat ourselves and how we think about ourselves but gives us a little bit more of like a gentle knowing yeah when it comes to others because we are we're programmed also not only to judge ourselves but to judge others oh yeah and we all do it we're not perfect Absolutely. no not at all but it just makes me think about like if more people were so aware of like all these little things that we talk about like how would we carry ourselves differently oh, how would we yeah. talk to people how like what can we teach kids when they're little before they comment on someone's belly or comment on someone and tell them they're like a loser or something mm-hmm. like what can we teach them to cultivate like kindness and care and to be kind to themselves too but you totally. know what I mean so that yeah. people don't get so hardened so fast right. because there's like they talk about if we're getting deep like in terms of like childhood trauma and psychological trauma and like all this stuff and all of it happens when you're starts when you're little yeah. you know so like I just I hope that I don't know maybe maybe the women in their roaring 20s right now will have a different way in which they talk to their little babies that they have or I don't know but I I do think it's cool within our generation that although social media can be really destructive and can disconnect a lot of people from one another that there's been really cool ways in which it's connected us and allowed us to have these really deep conversations that hopefully reach a lot of people so that we can treat ourselves in the world differently yeah absolutely I just think about that all the time of like as a child like how unapologetic for this word we are and like how untamed we are and that like little things over and over it's like these little rejections that you like start to face as you grow up like it really changes who you're meant to be which is this untamed unapologetic you in whatever aspect that is yeah and over time unless you do this work you're stuck in this cage without even knowing that you are right and so afraid of what are they gonna think about me like what if I don't get this what if I don't achieve this like what are they gonna say about me if I do this and it's so hard and like yeah that happens all the time but it's doing the things that like garner the like what we were talking about before the keeping promises to yourself to like garner that confidence to feel strong in knowing that you are doing the work in whatever aspect of your life that is and then like when the rejection does come being unshakable in a way yeah definitely it is it's so crazy it's like I wish although like these journeys of self-discovery and no matter what we're obviously not ever even if we did the deep we're going to be the same person we were 10 years ago 20 years ago however long ago but it is like so crazy that you start off as this like innocent pure like, like perfect thing yeah this, this little yeah. cute little thing and then over time like you lose pieces of yourself and unless you are intentional about finding those pieces of yourself oh, you're really living life on someone else's terms and oh, living in fear like walking on eggshells how sad yeah <laughs> like my acting coach always talks about this about like when it comes to imagination and playing pretend like he does has us do these exercises of like playing pretend like we were as a child and that's there's like this whole thing of acting called clowning that is like all about that of like going trying to get back to like that childhood Mm. pretend because that's what actors are doing we're just playing pretend as adults um and he like asks us he's like what's the moment that you felt like you couldn't play pretend anymore the way that you wanted to or like the way that was authentic to you and it's like it's so interesting because the world does that to you yeah you know what's yours Jew? um i don't know i don't know if i had a A moment yeah Yeah, like i'm sure people do or like he tells there's like this one story of like this guy's kids were like playing you know pretend at the dinner table and like he told them to stop because that's not how you behave at a dinner table and like it's like those moments that it's like you're 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 dampening that like that that um, that creativity that imagination like because that's not how you're supposed to behave at a dinner table why not yeah you know no 100 percent. that's so interesting that it comes into play too with like like manners and behaviors and when i think that there's this time i think 
think too where like you're a kid but then you start to get a little bit older and it's like that line where people are like okay well you're not a kid anymore like you're not supposed to do things like that and then what pieces of that is like benefiting you in terms of maturity and 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 just like getting older and what pieces is like literally dimming your ability Mm -hmm. to be creative and the way you think about yourself that's so fascinating yeah absolutely and I think the reason you know the reason that we conform to those rules and whatever the society standards are and how you're supposed to behave is because at the end of the day we just all want to be loved like we just all want to feel loved and that's why rejection is so hard it's because you know it takes away that idea of like feeling love feeling accepted and so we so we conform we do what other people think what we do what we think other people want of us expect of us will will respond positively to and I think I'm just learning more and more that like the truer I could be to myself even if it's not received well by someone else like that it's not a rejection of me you know that it doesn't mean I'm unlovable or unlikable or or alone like it's just that that person is not for me or whatever or that job isn't for me Mm -hmm. and that rejection doesn't make you unlovable and I think that that's the biggest piece yeah I think a lot of people like forget to see when if you're not used to having conversations like this I think the idea of something someone telling you oh it's out of a fear of not being lovable they'll be like what the fuck no it's not right you know but I because I remember feeling that way like I remember honestly when I first started talking to your dad when he was helping me out when I was really struggling and had a few havening sessions with him like he asked me these questions and I was so comfortable with him and I never once considered that anything I was doing was out of the fear of not being either loved or seen as beautiful by Chris or loved and accepted and my parents being proud Mm. of me or like all these different things I never considered that because they seemed like such a far-fetched thing but everything I've noticed really does come down to that it's this fear of of someone not accepting you or like not loving you or or thinking you know you thinking you're not enough for them and it's it's just it's so deep and it's it's so crazy to me that that's really what it comes down to and I think it can give us such a beautiful we in the terms of conformity like we choose to conform because we think that that's like oh well this is what you're supposed to do you know right. for love this right is like this the is sacrifice gonna make you, you more make. lovable this is gonna make yeah. you you know hit this this and this standard so that right because those those standards are lovable or but at whatever. the end of the day I think that true love is people like that choose to love you through you know those insecurities or love you through or accept you in all those different versions of yourself and I right. I think it's so crazy to me that for so long I was so scared that like my changing body or my changing view on the world or my like idea to either post things publicly on Instagram like all these different things would impact the way that like Chris saw me or something mm. and I realized more and more that like how beautiful that he's chosen to like stand by me through all those seasons and I didn't even expect to say that out loud but it's just been really interesting to like to have that perspective because I think so we sacrifice so much for the idea of how some we think someone else will love us but the most beautiful relationships and the deepest relationships that I've come across have been ones where like people feel comfortable and allowed to be themselves and are loved through that absolutely and I think that it's like you know it's the the easiest way to like give an example of it is like when you are dating someone and like how hard it can be to be the first person to be like I like you or I love you or I I want you or whatever it is or like if you like like someone and you you don't know them yet like how hard it is to just say hi because like it's it's it does suck to be rejected like we're not taking that away 
fucking sucks to be rejected. It feels terrible. And like how much we stop ourselves because we're so afraid of that rejection because it in turn makes us subconsciously or consciously feels like we're not enough. We're not lovable. And like it's just amazing to me. Like I don't know. Amazing is not the right word but it's like it's so interesting to me like how often we we just don't do something because we're so afraid of that rejection but then when you really think about it like does it really matter like it might hurt in that minute it might sting for a little while Mm -hmm. but like I don't know I think most of the time those little rejections don't actually end up meaning much yeah I think we put a lot of worth in moments in a single moment and then we like we forget in that moment that the risk might be scary but like the reward even if it's rejection like will lead you to some path right it's gonna lead you to something Something. and I think we do forget that like and, and a lot of people are afraid of even like us sometimes like are afraid of feeling pain or are afraid of just our I think the unexpected right yeah. we always come back to uncertainty unknown and like the uncertainty of how someone might respond and then also how that's going to impact you if you're not even sure of how it will like there's so many factors that come into play but I feel like especially in ways with myself and also in ways with you I think the more authentic we've chosen to be the more and of course it's not always going to be like this but like the most positive responses come from it because people respect that oh yeah like I remember I sent Julia the other day I I posted a really detailed version of my story that I felt so much resistance to post with pictures that felt like just weird and stuff like that because you were afraid of rejection with it I was I was afraid of getting negative negativity about it which is rejection which is that and then I was literally overwhelmed with so many comments and this was genuinely not what I expected like I posted that with the expectation of like maybe some people would see it hopefully they'd be impacted but I didn't expect any sort of external validation and for people to say such beautiful things and feel less alone which is our entire like purpose meant the world to me and then also with Yuju like I've seen you in so many different circumstances have this resistance of like oh but I you know I, 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 I love so hard you do that's the person that you are and like sometimes that being misinterpreted by anyone Mm. feels scary because it's like you know how is this gonna come off but the more that I've seen you choose like to do the thing that like Julia at her core wants to do the more I've seen you like step into your power because it builds that it builds that confidence you know and like I wanted yeah I was gonna ask you when you finish your thought I was gonna ask you like we're saying this and we practice it but like for someone who doesn't know how for someone who doesn't know how like what are the tips like Mm. you know how can we how can we ourselves get better at facing rejection and how can we help other people like get better at facing rejection yeah I mean I really really think that it starts as being an inside job like I don't I think that like testing rejection when you haven't learned like aren't constantly building up your self-belief is a really tricky thing to say because then that just yeah you're probably going to have a negative experience yeah. if, if there isn't like that core there right and that doesn't mean that even when you start to build up your self-belief that it'll be easy but I think that you need like a basis mm-hmm. um so I think doing I think something like reading probably Emily's book the question yeah. is a really great place to start but do Doing any sort of, you know, literally, I think the easiest place to start is putting together a list of I am statements and and starting yeah. to see yourself I beyond. That's a great tip. Yeah, it feels like it's just like silly, simple no, one. But I, I, yeah, I think it the, the hardest is the place to start. And yeah. like, you know, I 
because for me like when I think of the things that build my confidence it's like it is like reading reading those books and you know doing my routines every day and keeping my practices to myself and practicing my craft and like blah blah blah. but those are like a little more advanced like for someone who really has no I also and I think that something that has been so wonderful for me and something that is a privilege for me and not everybody has is that I have a really good support system so that I know when the universe like takes me down that I have this unbelievable safety net of support because I have unbelievable parents who like like just will catch me when I fall no matter what and like uh, I have garnered a group of incredible friends who will do the same and then that safety net within myself that I've worked on but like I'm I'm privileged like people don't have that not everybody has a safety net of people that will catch them when they're rejected because like you sometimes especially in the beginning when you haven't done the self-work like you need that that safety net of people who are going to remind you that you are lovable because at first it does feel like rejection does feel like you're not enough absolutely and I think there's so much power that we've seen more and more in community and luckily one of the beautiful connecting ways like things about social media is if you are someone that I think a majority of people I'm not saying everyone but a majority of people do have social media and we talk a lot about your visual diet and it seemed silly I thought it was silly when someone told me at first but I think really really starting to follow people that talk about self-love and I think we the idea like even the word self-love and like its definition which we talked to Paul Fishman on one of our episodes and it was just so fascinating he's a perfect person to follow actually in terms of self-love oh yeah but um self-love and self-care are different and I think that beyond I am statements I think having some sort of guidance right so if it's not if it's not like a a therapist or someone like that I've found so many wonderful people and people we've connected but I think having a therapist is is great great. if you don't have I mean I think it's great for everyone but if you don't have like Mm -hmm. you know a safety net of people like get yourself a therapist yeah like what a great place to start yeah because they'll be your safety net they will and I think they'll give you tools and and all the things and if you want something that's like more geared specifically towards that I have seen especially now in 2021 um, I've seen so many different workshops little classes of course there's like a financial component to most mm-hmm. of them but I'm certain that there are some out there that hopefully will be something affordable for you guys so many different self-love type of retreats I know Mary Jalkowski has one herself Mary's cup of tea that we've had on the podcast so so many different people <laughs> host things like this that I think brings about not only guided knowledge and someone that you're learning from but also a community and just to know that you are less alone and that there are people around you experiencing the same things and normalizing that nobody has it figured out but that you're all implementing little practices I really think having that really helps and it doesn't have to be this crazy commitment I think a lot of like courses or retreats even online ones are very like at your own pace I think that would be a great place to start yeah so a starter kit for not allowing rejection to intercede our worth Mm. so I am writing down I am statements. Can you give an example, Brenda? Yeah, I am brave. Mm. As simple as that. (laughs) I love it. So having those, maybe uh, sort of any kind of mantras, like putting mantras in place about I am Mm. or your worth. I love this one. I give myself grace and space to be human. I love it. Okay, so I am statements, mantras. I would say 
making promises to yourself and starting Mm -hmm. to keep them and that could be so simple that could be like i'm going to drink a glass of water today and then drinking the glass of water i think like start small making a promise and keeping it to yourself it has it doesn't have to be big it could be so small yeah i think routine is a big thing in that same in that same realm it's just like little things that keep you grounded because i think that within groundedness and stillness we cultivate even more Mm self-belief and then i think practicing of like well no first creating some sort of safety net for yourself of like people that are gonna support you if when rejection does come into play so whether that's parents family friends a therapist a online community whatever that is is like finding your safety net who for the people that are gonna catch you when when rejection comes into play yep and who you can turn to and then practicing practicing giving yourself that pep talk every time you want to say hi to the cute boy or put yourself out for the job that you might think you're not qualified for yet or doing that exercise class that you don't feel confident enough in yet to do like practicing yeah because it's gonna get easier yeah and I know I've mentioned this before in our episodes but having something prepared for yourself for when those moments come up so I used to have something prepared for if I ever had like an uncomfortable moment with food or exercise I would have something that I read to myself in my notes ready for me to go and remind me myself that it would be okay and blah 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 and having something literally written out already with the expectation that if if we're talking about rejection if there is a moment of rejection having some a pep talk literally written out that you can read to yourself Mm -hmm. that you can believe Mm -hmm. in Um, because sometimes and that's the truth you have to believe you have to actually believe in it yeah and I think for a little while you start off pretending yeah yeah (laughs) but then um you know really really continuing to cultivate that with practice because I've noticed in a lot of different experiences like when you're in the moment like you could tell yourself all you want before yeah give yourself a pep talk when you get rejected but sometimes it's really hard to garner that Mm -hmm. in the moment so having it prepared so that you don't have to waste any energy on trying to figure it out and trying like it's already there for you you know I love that because in those moments in those moments like you feel terrible like you you're not you're not turning to these practices in those moments unless they're truly in your face set up for you like Mm -hmm. you're not like when I wanted to quit acting the other day I was like it it took me it took me a good half hour of like crying on the floor until I was like (laughs) this doesn't serve me I have practices that do Mm -hmm. and then turning to those look and and I was able to turn to those and pick myself up because I have put those practices exactly and I think that's a big piece is like having something readily like easy right we love easy we love we love it so (laughs) having something that's easily accessible to you yeah absolutely so I hope this was helpful I think so I want to say rejection does fucking suck it can so fucking suck but you are worthy you are lovable and what are you Brenda you You are are 10 10 out of 10 whoa have a great week everybody have a great week everyone bye Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia.